Hello, Ben here from Supercoach Insider. Thank you for joining me. This is my team into round seven. Before we move on, SC Insider 100, please do follow us. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, jump on. If you're on YouTube right now, please do like, subscribe. I think about half of the people are already joining us each week as well. Put that notification on, show us some love. Uh, also, shouting out as well to our sponsors this week, so splashvodka.com.au. Uh, thank you for sponsoring us some. Um, Lovely Splash Vodka. This is probably my preferred one, the orange and passion fruit. Extremely refreshing. Chris has already put up his uh, team reveal as well going into round seven. Check that out before as well. Talking smack about draft. How dare you, Chris? I had a really good week until he captained Callum Mills. So, yeah, that was uh, that was a nice little journey there. So, shout out to Chris. Uh, we have a big, big rivalry for draft. Um, I hate you. Um, even then I thought I might be in for a chance. I was like, oh, I've got Laddams. I picked up Laddams nice and cheap and uh, checked the scores and I realized he had Callum Mills and <laughs> there goes my life. Um, also as well, shouting out for draft leagues, uh, Cameron from Collingwood. I picked him up in basically every draft league as well. He is their only ruck. He's a forward. I imagine at around the round 10 or 12 mark, he'll get forward ruck uh, eligibility. And as a sole ruck, I think he's proved to go 90 to 100 before, so I'm really keen on him. bit too expensive in standard, though, about 300K, so it's a little bit more than I'd like to spend for a guy who's averaging 50, but for draft leagues, it's perfect. Um, also, shout out as well to EarnYou.io. Um, follow my weekly streams as well. Um, I was doing really well. I picked a lot of good teams. I picked some good margins, and I would have won my free crypto this week, except for the fact that I tipped Carlton in an upset against Fremantle. So there you go. Uh, that's that life there as well. But earn you, go check it out. If you do log in, subscribe, SC Insider 100, put us in there as a referral code as well. Okay, so now let's have a look at my team for the week, everyone. Now, I had a good week, and uh, I'm going to explain in a second. So it was a little bit different. Um, thank you for those that shouted out the love. I put up a little bit of a special video last week uh, talking about, obviously, Tommy English and uh, everything that was sort of going on with that. So um, really happy uh, as far as all of the love and um, communication that I got out of that. So I hope you navigated your way through that quite well. Now, I kind of went against my advice a little bit. And here's the thing. I don't like trading players in that play the first game all the time. Because, you know, when you have a work week, you kind of go in, the teams are named, and you're thinking, oh, maybe I want to do this. And I was talking about Steele and Petraka. Um but sometimes I like to sleep on it a little bit and then, you know, I mean, that first night or that first game, it's sometimes harder to pull the trigger for me. I don't know how you guys feel out there. But um, so I kind of slept on it. I was a little bit upset that I didn't get steel. I want steel. And um, basically it came down to the fact that once I missed him, I was a bit pissed off. I had Whitfield who I was hoping would do well, ran around a lot, got basically ran around like a headless chicken. Didn't get used as much and still butchered the ball. So uh, very upset there. So I still have that issue. Um, so I scored 2,332. Moves me up to 488th overall. So I'm about 500 places ahead of Chris. Yeah, yeah Chris, apparently the chase down is on. Um, I've got plenty of trades left. So I'm looking myself pretty good here. And I'm ready to make a surge. Team value 12,335,000. So I think that has set me up quite well so far. Uh, and we'll talk about my team. So going back to the whole steel scenario and the steel drama. Um, so I was a little bit upset because I was gonna go. Um, I was gonna go Whitfield. I was gonna go English. 
Uh, even though I don't like sideways trading too much, but I was going to try and bring in Steele and Petraka, who I figured would both be you know top 10 and make some upgrades uh, from there and try and make a surge. Now, um, I was hoping Steele was going to get tagged more than he was, and I was hoping he was going to get you know stay down, and he was quite low. I think he was on like 40 or something around the first half and then came out and absolutely dominated, and it pained me so much because I'm just watching him kill it, and I was like, damn it, just stay down. Stay down, Steele, and um, he killed it. Now, the issue was that after that game, I'm looking at it, and I was like, okay, so I could try and, you know, I was looking if I go for a, um, you know, a, um, a Heaney, then I'm like, yeah, but I don't think Heaney's going to keep going the way he was, and I'm like, Heaney's okay. Uh, if I went Heaney, I had enough to try and maybe go somewhere, like another premium, possibly, and it was just a bit of a nightmare where I kind of got stuck in this weird scenario where I sort of shot myself in the foot because I didn't go steal, and then I came down to it, I'm like, okay, so if I'm going English to a premium, there's only three players that I really want in my side, and that's like, as in I would pay quite handsomely and aggressively to get these players in my side, and it was steal, it was Oliver, and it was um, Gorn. Now, the issue I had is that, well, obviously, I was at the point in time I was holding Grundy, thinking Grundy would be a good idea, so that'll be a topic for tonight's pod. But um, I ended up going, okay, well, I've missed out on Steel. I'm going to have to try and get Steel next week, which was my plan. And I've gone, okay, so basically the only one is, is I can either go Petraka, who there was a bit of knee-niggle talk about a couple of weeks ago, and then if he has a short day break, then he all of a sudden, you know, he, his knee flares up sometimes or whatever. So I was like, okay, so I'm like, mm, yeah, I like Petraka, but I was like, eh, I'm not so sure. I was like, Clayton's the only one that I really, really, really want. And I was like, you know what, stuff it. I've missed steel. I need points on field to keep the surge going to try and push into, you know, towards the top 500, etc. Uh, I was like, yeah, look, I think Clayton will go 130, 140. Hopefully he doesn't lose too much cash then. Um, the issue was I figured everyone will probably get him in the next couple of weeks. But I was like, you know what, stuff it. I'm just going to make the move. And boy, was I glad that I did because he killed it, 168. So I'm literally cheering so hard, banging Clayton Oliver into my side, 168, which is pretty much double what Heaney got, loving life. Uh, hence why the, uh, the, the hurt I put on Heaney getting... Uh, 13 points for a contested mark and a behind. Ludicrous. Um, so that's pretty much how my side was looking at this point in time. Um, pretty happy. The reason I did well, I think, this week as well is because I kind of don't have many rookies on field. When I started with, you know, Cherry, Cornelio, Brody, um, you know, these kind of players like Berry and Raul and kept them, it meant that I wasn't playing. I wasn't relying on a Horn Francis uh wasn't relying on Hayes, so I put the emergency on Hayes, which worked out extremely well, um, so I was able to make a move there. Now, I did have Roses in my side, uh, and it hurt because I didn't want Hobbs. I was waiting, I wanted to wait another week on Hobbs. Now, with Roses, I didn't know how bad the calf injury was. When it literally, a late out, I'm like, mm, crap, okay, McDonald into my forward line, I can get Hobbs. Now, Hobbs looked pretty good, and I figure if Essendon keep losing, then he'll probably keep playing, and he got about 60-odd in his first week. Um, and he looked good in that first first week, so I kind of felt the pinch a little bit. Could have been worse. I could have brought in um, the Brisbane Lions player who got injured, so it could have been worse, but I felt the pinch there. Now, this could hurt me. I wish they came out saying, hey, yeah, he was nearly up. He just couldn't quite get up. But it was like, no, calf injury, and he's he's not playing. So I end up going, oh, got roses out of my side. Uh, if he's named this week, he's someone that I am looking to bring in this week. So just to give you context, 
I wasn't that keen on Hobbs. I'm hoping he still plays or gets opportunity. I also wasn't expecting, you know, Merritt and stuff to come back or Stringer to get midfield minutes and dominate, which they are kind of getting. Um, and I'm hoping because Essendon kept losing that they will still play him and hopefully he can make me some money and get to maybe 250k. I'll take 100, you know what I mean, for that uh, and see how I go. So we'll see. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, let me know if you're in the boat as me or if you went and got in a Brisbane Lions player or someone else that um, wasn't worthwhile for you. Now, when we have a look at break-evens and stuff this week, I think basically you need to now start to prioritise. Now, for me, um, McCartan's obviously knocked out, so he's not playing next week, but he has a lower break-even. Uh, I think Horn Francis, I think Rochelle, I think these kind of guys, you need to start now and trimming the fat. Now, were they successful? Yeah, they weren't great. Horn Francis made what, 120000 or 110000 or whatever, so he's been okay. He's done his job relatively. Uh, that was always the risk with an expensive rookie is that you know if they start to have a few 60s or lower, then all of a sudden their cash just stagnates. Can he have a few big games down the future? Yes, he could, but North Melbourne have some pretty tough games coming up. So, I mean, that's that was my concern when I was looking at trading him out last week. I ended up keeping him for a week just to kind of see how he went. Uh, but coming up, you know, you've got Carlton, Fremantle, Port, Melbourne, Saints. So there could be some damage on the horizon there as well. And they're not getting much of the pie. That's the big issue. Now, he could score better. He's getting a decent enough roll. But as we've seen with Ward at Hawthorne, roll doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get points. So I think it's one of those ones where I think you just need to grow up, go, let's start a, um, a, uh, trading and trying to upgrade aggressively if we can. Um, his... Price is better than McCartan. So if I could, I'd go, literally my plan was to go McCartan, Horn Francis and Hayes out and I was going to bring in the other Hayes, Roses and Steele. That was my plan. I put that tweet out, I think it was Monday night and I kind of jinxed myself because the next day Grundy injured um, PCL. So he has to go. And that's going to be the topic for this week's pod. So come and check out our podcast as well. We're going to be doing a, basically a ruck special, talking about different scenarios and what you should do. Now, for me, I'm thinking Grundy to Gorn because I really do want Gorn in my side. Now, it's partly, I think he is overpriced. I know he's splitting his role a little bit. Jackson's out this week. Um, not like it's going to make a huge difference because I still, I think, yeah, now Gorn will have to ruck more. But uh, I think it's just more the opponents he has coming up. So when we have a look at Gorn, Okay, so they're playing, I think he's got, um, well, he's playing Lynch, he's playing Ryder, Williams, Cherry, Darcy, uh, Hickey or Laddams, Cameron from Collingwood. Then he's got you know, Big O, who's not really doing that great at the moment anyway. Riley O'Brien's uh, always a good competitor. And then you've got, what, Stanley or Segler if he's fit. Hayes will probably still be rucking that point, and then back to English. So I think when you look at those opponents, there's really only one clear number one ruck at this moment, and it is gone. And I kind of want to have a little bit of security on my side. Plus, going up against Lynch, I mean, even Hayes went 95 last week. And, you know, it's one of those ones where you think, hey, a number one ruck should at least score well. But Lynch only got like 50-odd against Laddams, sorry, should I say. So, I mean, it's one of those ones for me where I think I'm just going to bite the bullet and get in um, Gorn. And the only painful part is is that Grundy's dropped 80000 Gorn has gone up 1000 so there's a loss there for me. But that's the price that I'm willing to pay. Uh, if you already have Gorn and you had Grundy and you somehow brought in Proust, then obviously you have plenty of options um, from there. So check out our podcast for that. There'll be a special for that one there. So for me this week, now, unfortunately, I would love to move on Whitfield. Uh, he's got a break-in of 120, which kind of hurts me, but I think he sort of plateaus out from here. 
It's hard for a premium like that to get below 400 and stay below 400. So I don't think he's going to lose much cash. If anything, a couple of good games and he'll be back up to the 450 mark anyway. And I'll kind of reassess that around the buys. Plus, I'd also rather him on field, even though then, um, you know, then my day cost and O'Driscoll and Martin, uh, Martin's killing him at this point in time. But he's my lowest scoring player on field. If you have a look right now, day cost is scoring more. O'Driscoll, uh, okay, sorry, except for O'Driscoll, because I thought O'Driscoll was gone. Um, Martin scoring better, Cherry scoring better. Every single player, right? Proust, every single player, except for O'Driscoll, who I thought was going, is averaging better than Whitfield. And that's horrible, considering that how much I paid for him. Uh, I could have gone Sicily, which would have been so much better to start this year. But we won't play those shoulda, coulda, woulda games. For me this week, um, basically I'm looking at going for the triple. I, I've tried to see if I can work numerous ways to try and get two premiums. I'd rather go Grundy and blah, 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 and try and get Gorn in and try and get another premium in. I look to see if I could afford Parker. Uh, I still want Steel, but they have a pretty tough run coming up, so I think I will kind of might just have to wait and hold on that a little bit. And I guess we will see how we go. So for me... Um, let's have a look. So I'll go and get rid of him there. Hayes has to come out because I think he's injured. Well, he is injured. And I'm going to prioritize here Horn Francis uh, just because I think McCutton can come back next week. I can have a little bit more data and see how we go uh, and travel from there. So for me, um, I'll put Dixon back here. Let's go and bring in the big man, Gornmeister. Bring you into my side. Let's bring in the other Hayes. Hayes for Hayes. What a popular trade that'll be this week. And uh, and I think I'm just going to have to go Roses. Now, this is all pending, obviously, if he plays, uh, which would be ideal if he does. And that way I'm going to free up $300,000 for next week. The idea being that I will be able to make some moves next week. My only real concern from here... Pretty happy with this bench. Dixon plays, Hayes plays. That gives me some flexibility. This midfield spot is giving me a little bit of concern um, just because, you know, Meade, uh, he got a few touches last week, so I'm hoping he plays. McDonald still, eh, he's a bit shady, and Hobbs could get dropped. So that's my concern here. If Dixon plays or Roses plays, I can still throw Martin into that midfield mix, put him on field if I need to. So I do have a little bit of flexibility there. This week, however, I'm going the VC, I think, Gorn, and I'm probably looking at McRae or Cripps. And at this point in time, I know a lot of people will be burnt by him last time, which is probably why I'm considering it. Carlton against North Melbourne, I can't see them stopping Cripps at all. Like, at all. And for me, a guy who's averaging 118 and he had an injured game of 30-odd, he proved it enough last week. I'm not hurt by it. I know some people go, oh, never captain again because he did a hamstring, etc. But they are playing North Melbourne, so there is a bit of a risk it for the biscuit. Also, I don't actually see it getting past Max Gorn. Max Gorn against Lynch from Hawks has to, in my opinion, dominate. Um, 130-plus, in my opinion, should be easily achievable. The other concern as well as I'm having is that bringing in a Melbourne player right now with their three players and a coach out for COVID reasons, health and safety protocols, and they had two players last week out with COVID. It's kind of like a mini West Coast scenario happening at the moment. I'm hoping they're kind of getting on top of it. It is a risk at the moment to bring in a, an Oliver, to bring in a Gorn. Uh, not completely sold or that it's being you know, safe. It is a risk. Um, and I know that bringing in Gorn, if he gets injured, like if he gets COVID, I'm going to have to play Hayes on field for a week or two. And I accept that. 
So it is the risk you play. If you bring in a Clary, if you bring in a Gorn, just know it is a risk this week. Um, let us know who you're thinking of bringing in. Let us know what your biggest issues are. Come check out our podcast as well. It is going to be a real good one. Just waiting for Swizz to get home so we can kick on with that business for you. And that's my side, everyone. Um, basically, at this point in time, I'm looking at really using that 300000 to trade aggressively next week. It'll probably be um, cherry. We'll probably I'll probably go one down. Hopefully two up if I can. So cherry up into say a Parker for one hundred fifty thousand. That leaves me then uh, if I can downgrade somebody and make a little bit of cash, then I could actually start to try and make some moves. So it'll depend on how it goes this week. Uh, if O'Driscoll spuds up again and his break even goes up, I will easily take the one hundred and. 70 or 100 or nearly 200,000 or whatever hopefully depending how it goes 170,000 hopefully I'll take that to the bank and I will be able to then throw some cash onto somebody and get a premium and I'll be trying to target uh steel I'll be trying to target lead if hopefully it gets tagged by GWS and try and really make some inroads particularly in that midfield I am lying off Lloyd in the defensive line, but I think Lloyd has been disappointing with Blakey with uh, McInerney with um, a few of these other players, Campbell and stuff like that, killing it in defense. So I am worried there. I think maybe Stewart for Geelong will have to be my priority instead, uh, unless Lloyd shows me something good that he can actually rack up the ball again because he's just not doing it for me. So that's my team. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you're going. And uh, as always, thanks for tuning in for my journey. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.